Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Perek Chaf Gimel, Shir Beis. So the Ramchal continues where he left off last time about uh, coming to Anivas through his Bainanus and thinking of where you came from, Tipa Sarucha, and you're going to a place of Ofarim of Aseleya, etc., etc. And then he continues, he says, And now he's going to think that he's going at the end of his days, he's going to be in the ground. He's going to be food for the worms. Certainly that's going to cause you to forget your gaiva uh, and uh, uh, be more of an anav. What's it all worth if his whole, if he's going to end up uh, as a barima v'seleya, embarrassed and uh, and in a place of uh, of dirt and filth, etc., etc. So here, this is an interesting uh, issue that a person has to be able to deal with and balance properly. Um, Chazal say in Brachas that a person should always person should always fight the battle of his Yetzirah against his Yetzirah. If you win, it's good. If not, you should learn Torah. If you win, that's fine. Then you should say Kriyashma. If that helps you, fine. Then the last, uh, last uh, uh, resort is to remember the day of your death. And Mepharshim explained, why do you need the Torah and why do you need the Krishna? Why don't you just go to Yom Amisa? Why don't you just spend the time and, and go right to that? Always remember Yom Amisa and that will always, uh, you will always be able to overcome your Yitzhah And they explained that a person will be depressed. If a person goes around his whole life thinking about his Yom Hamisa, uh, that will be, they, they will be a depressed person. However, the Ramchal here seems to be saying something completely different. The Ramchal is saying that if I want to come to the Midah Banivas, I have to remember Yom Amisa. I have to remember what, what's going to be with me after I die. And this brings up an interesting question. Why should I be depressed my whole life? Why should that be the issue of depression? And here there's an interesting ha'ara that Rav Don Segal writes in his Sefer Masil Sisharim uh, that he quotes from various sources. And I'm going to read it because it's a very important yisait that he's saying. He says, first of all, that uh, a person today lives, most people live in depression. They live, kolzman ba'atzus uvmetach. They live with, with, uh, um, with depression. The way the world is today with all of the new technology, etc. People should be very happy and relaxed. Today you don't have to work like once upon a time. How hard was it for a woman to do the laundry? How many, how, how big a piece of ice did they have to schlep up to the house and put in the refrigerator to, in order to keep the food cold? Today we have a machine for washing. We have a machine for drying. We have a refrigerator. We have cars. Everything we have, easy. We don't have to run, we don't have to walk. Everything we have, you know, you used to have to get on the floor and do the floor. Now you have a, a vacuum cleaner that does, does it for you, etc., etc. He says, 
So why are we depressed? We should be relaxed. It seems like the world is going faster. We have less time for everything. It's We're more confused and we're more depressed. We have a lot of uh, depression. So the stipler used to, he says, he quotes the stipler used to speak about this. And he said that this world is sort of like a, a table, has a tablecloth that's a little bit too short. And wherever you pull it one way, some other, something else is sticking out the other way. Because he's saying that if, when there was a time when we were busy and we had hard work to do and we didn't have time to, to think about and, and enjoy and, and have all of the pleasures of this world, so we were not as depressed. Now we are living in a situation of Olam Hazer where a person's whole existence is tied up in this world and why I don't have the pleasure that the other guy has, I don't have the money that the other guy has, I don't have that which the other one has, and you, you there's kinna and, and there, there's, uh, uh, and, and I want more of the pleasure, I want more time, I want more relaxation, because we have a lot of relaxation, because we have a lot of things, we have a lot of time on our hands to think about it. This is part of the problem. That, that the Hable Olam Hazer creates the depression, and the fact that we have eliminated a lot of the Tircha of Olam Hazer gives us more time to be depressed about Olam Hazer. So the answer is that if a person thinks about Yom Amisa, it's not Yom Amisa that's depressing him. It's the fact that he's losing out of his Chaye Olam Hazer, that he's losing out of what he's, the excitement that he thinks he's going to gain by staying in this world. That's why it's not necessarily such a big problem to think all the time about Yom Hamisa. Um, obviously, there's a balance. If a person is going to depress thinking about dying all the time, that's not a good thing. But a person should be able to think, to a large extent, about Yom Hamisa without being depressed, because we have so much uh, uh, necessity to negate a lot of what we see and experience in this world. So then he continues, Then he's going to think about how after he dies, he's going to come to the Bezal Shemala. He's going to stand in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no blemish there. And he stands before them, you're going to look at yourself, Garua, uh, downtrodden, pochos, lowly, nivzed, uh, um, uh, embarrassed, depressed, mitzad atzma. You're going to, who are you that you have a right to stand here? Tommy and Magual, you're going to be uh, with tumma and dirt, etc., etc., mitzad masav. Hayorim reish, are you going to be able to hold your head up? How is that possible? Hayila pisar pisham peh, how are you going to be able to open your mouth in that situation? They're going to say, well, what do you have to say? How come you're not saying anything? Where is your big gaiva that you had before? The big covet that you demanded. Where is all that? When you're going to be there in such a situation, you won't be able to open your mouth and say anything. What is he going to answer? What are you going to answer on that that they'll give you? If you make this, put this picture in front of you and have this tzir, that will help you a lot to be an onav. You're going to 
push away any type of gaiva from yourself, and you will not allow yourself to have any of that type of uh, type of that feeling when you understand how is it going to be that with all your big gaiva you're going to stand in front of the kisei where there's no gaiva and there's no uh, you're going to feel completely uh, empty and 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 unable to answer anything that they will say. And here there's a famous uh, uh, letter that's uh, uh, brought in the Hakdama to the Sefer Kaifei The letter was written from uh, the Goyen of Chaim Berlin, um, and he uh, explains uh, uh, a story that happened to him a few days after the Petira of Ravitzla Blazer in Yerushalayim. They were all in Yerushalayim at the time. And this is what he writes. He writes that uh, that uh, Ravitzla Blazer left at Savoa that they should not be masped him. He didn't want to have a hespit set on him. And uh, uh, yet, all the G'dayim Yishalayim felt that he was such a great person that they shouldn't listen to that Tzavah, and they should say it has been. Similar to the way the Nadi Behuda didn't listen to the Tzavah of the Pnei Yeshua and said a has on him, and it's based on Halachas Shulchan Aruch, etc. However, the Morda Asra, the Rav Shmuel Salant, was very strong, and he paskined that, no, we shouldn't, they should not uh, uh, listen, they should not move away from the Tzavah, they should listen to the Tzavah and not make a has when Chaim Berlin came to say to speak, so he said that the, it was a it was not supposed to give a hespit. However, Ravitzel Ablazer was a person who was able to bring people to tshuva, and bring people to crying, and uh, bring people through that to uh, to to to, uh, 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 to the proper musr, the proper the way of living. And um, what he was going to do is exactly what Rabbi Salablazer did in his lifetime. And he gave a very strong speech and there was a lot of crying and a lot of uh, um, uh, tshuva that happened from it. However, uh, he did not really say a hesped. And he writes that five days after the Petira, uh, Rabbi Salablazer came to him in a dream and said to him, Yashakoyach, that you didn't say shvach on me and you, you said what you said. And then Chaim Berlin says, I asked him, what happened with this din in the Oil of Ma'emes? And he said, the Ritzel said, and this is what he writes, The din of, up there is very, very strong. You can't imagine how strong that din is. And, and one thing they're very makbid on is Lashon Hara. So again, you see that what does it mean? You have to think about coming to the Oil Ma'emes and standing in front of a Kodesh Baruch you have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.